0: That a woman, there's something that I call the mom shoulder. Now, the reason I call this the mom shoulder is because I've heard stories over the years of a partner going towards another to try to reach out, to try to give a hug. Um, and before a hug can even land or a kiss can even land, a like elbow shoulder comes up, kind of blocks. Imagine like you're a football player and like you are blocking (laughs) the affection. You are actively turning against this bid for affection. So why, how did this come to be? Right, because if we remember when we first start going out, I think it would be very infrequent that a hug or kiss would be pushed away. Right, so how did we get here? Is the question, and it's kind of complicated, um, really, and it it stems into some old belief systems that we learned. Kind of in like a middle school time frame. But what really starts to happen in relationships is we get married. We have some kids. The kids frequently like to be on mom more often than not. Touching mom. If it's it's a newborn or, you know, within the first year or two, are they nursing? You know, do they need or want um, to be laid with in the evening to help go to sleep. So a lot of physical touch is happening um, between parents and children, and even more so between often mom or the primary attachment caregiver, um, more so they are getting heavily overtouched. So one of the things that happens when you're nursing a baby or you're cuddling with, you know, your little one is oxytocin is being released, right? So that's that good feeling hormone. It's the bonding hormone. It's what we feel when we first met our partner and connected with them. And then it's what we feel when we are bonding and nursing a baby, which then helps the muscle relax and and the milk, the milk can flow more freely. So While that's amazing and awesome and incredible, whether you nurse or not, just that holding, feeding of a baby is an incredible bonding experience because that feel-good hormone is being released, that that member of the couple then isn't seeking out or necessarily needing A, that physical touch in general, and they have already had the oxytocin released. You know, they're already bonding in this other direction, so it's not as innate, right? So again, it is a thing that we have to be very mindful and intentional of, and just because it's like, hey, I might not need it, but does my partner need a hug? Does my partner need some like snuggles, some cuddles, some time where there is physical touch and the ability for oxytocin and the bonding hormone to be released Well, you and your partner are, you know, touching in a physical way. So that is often why, you know, women will say I'm touched out and all of that is 100% true, but we need to talk about it in a way versus no, just stay away from me. We need to be exploring this whole idea a little bit more. So yes, you're touched out. Moms, I get it. Dads, you are under touched. (laughs) So there's this huge disconnect. So, touching isn't happening. Moms might be tired. Maybe they're going to bed sooner. A lot of like active rituals of disconnection through distractions are happening. Uh, sex becomes really infrequent. And right. So, it becomes so infrequent that it's kind of like, you know, maybe it's a week, maybe it's two, maybe it's a month, but you know, that conversation's coming. So it's like we have that conversation, it's a little bit of a fight, maybe sex happens, not really amazing for either person because of the way that that came up, Um, and rinse, repeat. So there's so infrequent actually the act of sex happening, and so infrequent just affection for the sake of affection happening, that when... One partner comes in for a hug or a kiss or an ass grab it is almost impossible for the other partner to just feel like that is going to be okay like to let it just be a hug a kiss or an ass grab that that is all the other person is looking for there is an innate belief that there is more that is being asked of you and that if you engage in it if you kind of start down that path, well, little girl, you better finish that, right? That is a, like, belief system that came or it is a a statement, taunting, whatever, from a middle school time frame where you start to hear the words or the the term blue balls, (laughs) you know, don't give them blue balls. You should really, you know, if you're going to start that, you got to finish it. And then over the years in relationships, that, that guilt that was placed if you turned your partner on and then wanted to shut it down before release happens, the guilt, the, oh my God, why did you get me excited? And not everybody does that and everybody has not experienced that, but a lot of us have. And so immediately we go to, oh God, this is going to mean... I'm going to have to make out. We're going to have to take our clothes off. We're going to have to have sex. That's going to take X amount of time. I don't have that kind of time. I don't want to have to deal with even just a kiss and then turning it, like shutting it down. What's that going to mean for the evening? Are we going to get into a fight? So before I can even say that, think that, feel that, I am already shoulder up rejecting my partner. So what happens then? My partner then even less frequently tries to engage in some sort of like hugging or kissing that isn't um, then attached to sex. Because when it's like, oh, we're finally actually hugging and kissing and having a makeout session, well, shoot, finally we're doing it. So let's go ahead and do it. And then it reiterates to the other partner that that is what will happen. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of conversation between the two people (laughs) in this dynamic to try to understand each other, to really say, well, I mean, I would totally give you a hug if I knew it could just be a hug or I'd give you a kiss if I knew it could just be a kiss. And the other partner will often say, well, of course it can be. Well, then here's how you prove that. Here is how you gain trust with that you be the one to pull away first. You go in for a kiss. You give that six-second amazing kiss. You give a hug. And then you let go. Right? Don't push it because your partner isn't necessarily pulling away in that moment because they're enjoying and maybe really basking in that so if you pull away first, you are proving that you too just want to have affection for the sake of affection. Not every kiss, hug, ass grab has to lead to sex. And we want to create like as many of these little sweet moments as possible throughout the day. Like I can't imagine if I didn't kiss my husband like a bazillion times in a day. But we don't have sex every day. (laughs) But we have a lot of physical touch and a lot of connection. Now, I will say our children are older. And that has probably had a huge impact on the amount of kind of need I have more than I did previously. But what we did have was we talked through it. We understood that was kind of the space and time and circumstances, right? We had little kids. So because of that, now that we're at this place where we have an eight-year-old and a 12-year-old and the need for as much physical touch and holding has decreased, we are ready because we had all those little kisses forever and always, so it hasn't gone away we haven't felt oh god where's this huge divide between us so having these little everyday small moments of connection of affection where you trust that i can just you know kind of lean into you with a big hug or a kiss and know that's where it stops builds my trust right? Then we increase the amount of opportunities of physical affection, right? Then that makes us then probably more in the space to talk and to think about actually having sex because of all of that other like amazing goodness of just sweet kisses that you had throughout the week. So I want you to think about this. I want you to really, if you if it resonated with you as far as the message, a lot of uh, those who might have been in a religious-based school of clients I've talked to, that has been a lot of the messaging they've received in childhood, turning boys on, don't turn boys on. It's a really cool conversation that you can start having that really might open up pathways to have a lot more affection for the sake of affection, which increases your bank account deposits, increases your overall positive sentiment and your general like relationship satisfaction, which is what we're looking for. All right. It was a super cool discussion and I hope you take it a little bit further.